Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself, Tommy Dreamer, and Mickey James... Talk to a legend, and that legend is Natalia. just days before one of the biggest shows on the WWE calendar, SummerSlam. She talks about the new era in the WWE and also shares some SummerSlam memories. And we speak to AEW owner and president Tony Khan right now on the Busted Open Podcast. One of my all-time favorites and one of the best in the ring that there is, and that is the one and only Natalia that joins us here on Busted Open. Good morning, and thank you so much for the time. Good morning. Thank you guys so much for having me on. You look amazing this morning. Thank you so much. I did a three-minute glam. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Oh, Natalia, how are you? I'm so happy to see Natty. I see her all the time because, of course, I follow her on social media. And right. I know almost what she's doing at every moment because she should have, like, how Owen always had the slammy. She should have her own award for the most pictures on social media and just carry that around to add to her hero persona. Yes. Content is king. Yes. Um, it's funny because, like, having been on a reality show for seven years, uh, having done Total Divas, People just want to know. They want to see stupid things like what you're having for breakfast or if your cat had a hairball or, you know, if you're inspired by Hillbilly Jim or <laughs> they just want to know. Do you follow two Pauls, Tommy? Huh? Do you follow two Pauls? Tommy, if you're not following my cat, we're going to have an issue. You better go follow two paws right now. (laughs) Natty's the reason I had to turn off notifications on my phone because (laughs) I'm telling me that Natty was posting something. Natty, it's so nice to see you. So nice. It's so good to see you. I'm so happy that you guys have me have me on right now. It's 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 uh, great to be back on Busted Open. Of course, I love my Busted Open family. So thank you. And it's uh, the biggest party of the year coming up. SummerSlam, which is really cool. I love SummerSlam. It's one of my favorite pay-per-views of the year because it's, it's for me, like it's where I've had some of my biggest, most important matches. Uh, when I won the women's championship, I, I, I won it at SummerSlam in 2017 against Naomi. So 
for me, like I've, I've had a lot of really big monumental moments at SummerSlam and it's always been, I've always had bigger, more special moments at SummerSlam than any other pay-per-view. So it's, it's very cool to, to be getting ready for SummerSlam, but it just feels like, I feel like we just did WrestleMania. Now it's like, where's this year going? Right. It, right. You know what? You just brought up something that's very interesting. We talk about that a lot here on Busted Open. The world of the WWE moves so quickly. Like, you know, I remember growing up when WrestleMania would happen, those memories would last for months and months. And it's now like as soon as WrestleMania is over, everybody's talking about the Monday Night Raw right after WrestleMania. Right. And like you just said, like you feel like things have just ended. But do you feel that way, too, that it just moves so quickly and so fast? It does. I mean, it's just and that's what I was saying earlier to Tommy about content like WWE. You know, we have one of the most viewed YouTube, viewed and subscribed YouTube channels in the world. Um, I think it's number three in the world. And um, like our, our social media, our, our shows, you know, we have the longest running episodic TV shows in history, but it's uh, so much is to do with the content. We just keep on, keep on putting out content and we have so many talented performers and it's, it's cool that a lot of people will get opportunities with all of this content, but it is sort of the way of the world now that people are just eating up content. They want to see what's new. It's like the second you get done with Monday Night Raw, you're already thinking about NXT and then yep. you're thinking about SmackDown and then you're thinking about the pay-per-view and then you're thinking about Raw. And it's like, it, there's a lot that's, that's coming out. But with that, with a lot of content, with a lot of big shows and big moments there, I think it's cool because it, it, it allows for a lot of people to have opportunities to make moments and to strive for moments where for example, if I see something really cool on SummerSlam, I'm going to be like, oh, my God, I really like I can't wait to get back in, in you know, in the championship picture. Or I really want to face face off against Liv Morgan or I really want to be a part of this or I want to have that moment. It, it's, it can be very inspiring to push people to want to achieve more. So while we have a lot of moments and a lot of shows and a lot of pay-per-views and a lot of programming, I think it, it can charge people in really good ways. Well, speaking of inspiring and uh I know for myself and Dave, uh, both of us couldn't have been happier. You never left the WWE, but you've had almost a career resurgence. When you showed up in NXT and you got that ovation and I saw how, because you're like me, it's real to you, and how much, how loved you are by the WWE universe and that whole storyline that you did. And then it just picked up kind of like on SmackDown because it's like, hey, this woman is a main eventer and a main eventer for a reason. And maybe when you're around all the time, and we always say this, like you get forgotten that you're in this main event picture. And I right. love the fact that how emotional that NXT audience was for you, but then it was a great platform to show the world that what we've all known and everybody who follows you or has wrestled you knows that, hey, you're, you're the top dog. And uh, mm -hmm. I was happy you got that, those flowers and I'm saying it publicly and I'm saying it to your face, I'm sure I sent you a text or something, but it was just uh, great to see. And uh, yeah. I'm so happy you got that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, it, it's, it's funny because the two times that I've been at NXT as a performer um, for, for storylines, the one in 2014 with Charlotte Flair. And then of course this most recent one with, with Cora Jade, um, both times that I've been at NXT, I've just felt so loved and so appreciated. And so like all of my hard work through the years, like it mattered. And it's not to say that I haven't felt loved and appreciated on the main roster, 
because I've had incredible moments on the main roster and I'm so grateful for all of them. But I'll be the first to admit it just it's just been like through the years, I just feel like I <laughs> it's been a it's been a damn struggle. Um, and I feel like even now with all these changes happening within WWE, I'm like, I'm always so hopeful that one day, one day I'll walk into work and just everything is going to change in the sense that like, this will be my day. This will be my chance. This will be the moment where like somebody sees something in me other than just being like a good hand, because I think it's great to be reliable. It's great to be dependable but like I know what I'm capable of and every time I'm at NXT I'm able to like break through and show people like hey I can speak I can perform I can you know I have beautiful costumes I'm reliable you know I'm everything that you need just let me get a little momentum just let me get a little momentum that that's really all that I want I think it's all any of us want in WWE is just to feel valued appreciated get a little momentum and to be able to showcase what we can do and I've always had that and this is a very positive thing. I've always had that at NXT. I've just felt so appreciated and so respected and so loved. And it just goes a long way as a performer. Do you feel like you're so good because you are, like I mentioned, when we introduce you, you're one of the greatest of all time. Do you feel that your greatness is almost like taken for granted? Like they know how good you are and that you could work with absolutely anybody that they almost take it for granted. I think, I think sometimes for me, I've always just tried to like, (laughs) I've said this before, but I've always just tried to be like such a team player. And I think that's such a good asset to have. Like you need that in all of your talent. You want everybody that, you know, to, to want to help each other. Um, I think, I I don't think, and I would, if I could turn back time, I wouldn't change it. I, I think I'm just not selfish enough to like really stand up for myself and say, no, I'm not doing this. Or, you know, I just pride myself on being such a professional in that sense that like, I want to help the girls that I'm working with. I want to help everyone grow. I want to like, you know, I was watching the Bella Twins documentary last night on A&E and it made me emotional because they started in WWE and it was like, and watching that back, I was like, oh my gosh, I completely forgot. Like I, I, worked on like training the twins from like scratch. I didn't know anything about like, being like a diva, you know, for what WWE wanted from us at the time, but I knew how to wrestle. So like, I, I love doing that. I love, I love when people come to my ring and I can go, Hey, let me show you what I know. Let me teach you everything. I know. I want to give you all the secrets. I want us to have a great, great, great women's division, but I think it's easy for, I think when you're too easygoing sometimes, like even like when you look at kids and families, the, the kid that's always the most easygoing and the easiest to please. And the kid that's not the problem child sometimes they don't always get their accolades because the parents are too busy trying to deal with <laughs> yeah, the kid. Right. Yeah. And so I think that's, that's been my, that's been, you know, it's been a struggle for, but not just for me, for many people in WWE for many years and for many people just in entertainment. Um, like I said, I'm not being like negative. I've had so many incredible moments in WWE, but I've put in some time. I put in 15, nearly 15 years to have those incredible moments and, it, and, I, and like I said earlier, a lot of it comes down to me thinking like every day, one, one of these days I w- I'll walk into work and one of these days somebody's going to realize like what they have in me. And that's kind of always been like what's given me hope to keep holding on, to keep fighting, to keep pushing through. Like if you're on the bench, you're still part of the game. But if you take mm-hmm. yourself out of the game and you're not even on the bench, you're just gone. So I've always just been hopeful that one day somebody would see what what I could really do and get some momentum with it. So you never know. I mean, things are changing. So hopefully 
Natty can do a back handspring maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Natty, I just want to say, because I can feel it in your heart and I can feel your emotion as you're speaking. And um, it's so powerful because I don't even think that you see how, what a blessing you have been to that locker room and to the women that are there. Um, you have stood the test of time and probably have the longest career of any woman on television, um, aside from like a Stephanie McMahon, uh, especially as a wrestler. And yeah, you're right. Like, I feel like you have been overlooked and underutilized or underappreciated as we do. We all have gone through those things, right? but you have been a constant in that locker room. And I've been in this, that locker room from when you first came in from this last run and to see the amount of love and respect from every single girl in that locker room for you. They respect you. They love you. They lean on you. They need you in the sense of like, if they have an issue and they are like need advice, they come and find you and talk to you because you've been there and you've seen every facet of that locker room from growing from when you first came in as a wrestler in a diva's era, when that's not what they were looking for. Right to, you know, proving yourself and every and and pretty much everything that they've ever thrown at you and making it gold. Um, there's no doubt in my mind that you're one of the best wrestlers in the world and because you bust your ass, but you're so giving and that's just it. You're not a selfish person, which is a lot of times why we get pushed to the sidelines or whatever, because they know that you're dependable. They know you're not going to complain. They know you're not going to do those right. things. And the squeaky wheel does get the oil. So they get the, but they know that you are so dependable and loyal and that they can always know that no matter who they put they in there with you, that it's going to be awesome because you're going to make it awesome. And that's just a testament to you. And I'm sorry that you're not getting your flowers as I feel like you should, but please know that we in the business know that and we give you your flowers every day and i just can't wait for the day when you get all your flowers and i will <laughs> be there when you go in the hall of fame getting all your flowers and all the things because you and i and, and i'm sure it's been a different journey for you because you were born into this business and and you hold yourself to a very high standard because you have your name behind you as well and your family's name and you've always wanted to do nothing but show love and respect on that so um, I just, I admire you so Thank much you. and, you. and you are a blessing on this business. And I think that you have inspired a generation of women, um, across multi-generations, including the ones that are in the ring that you're wrestling now and the ones coming up because you're giving hope is what you're doing of do it the right way and put the work in and you will, you know, achieve everything because you, you did it and you did that, you know, and so and I just love you so much. I love you too. And I, and I, you know, you understand this, this, I always say to the girls, especially when I was down work, not down, but like when I was at work at NXT, I, I always say to the girls, this industry, it's a marathon, not a sprint. You right. gotta, you're going to have your ups. You're going to have your downs. You're going to have your highs. You're going to have your lows. We're going to go through this industry has taught me so much about surviving, mm -hmm. not just pro wrestling, but just surviving in general. And I always tell the girls, so you always get what you give. And there's going to be moments where you're on top. There's going to be moments where you're in the middle. There's going to be moments where you're, where you're on the bottom. Where you really learn about who you are is when you're on the bottom. Yeah. When all the cards are stacked against you and, you know, when, when people are saying this or, I mean, especially nowadays with social media, like 
you so many of us just get bullied on social media a lot of the girls at work we've talked about like deactivating our twitter accounts because like yeah. some of the stuff that's said about us is so hurtful and and you know there one of the girls at work she said she's like it's just so much better for my mental health not to see all these hateful things about me and and people don't realize that we're we're real like we're real people i'm not just a character on tv like i'm a real person with real feelings but right. at the end of the day, if we all work hard, we all try to give back to each other. And it's almost like a competition of who can give back the most. You're going to have great performances. Even now with all these different changes that are going on in WWE. Do you know what I see, Mick, right now at this very moment? I see the girls locker room coming together going, how are we going to make this the best girls locker room ever? Yes. Amidst all these different changes, cha with, with change comes opportunity. 1,000%. And that's what I see right now. I see all the girls banding together and saying, what are we going to do to make this, these divisions amazing? I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see it. Me too. And if you're at the helm of it and you're leading the charges, like I know it's going to be spectacular. So it's going to be you, awesome. Meg. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Addie, if I can use my creativity here, there's a character down in NXT, Giovanni Vinci, or if that's how I say his name, uh, the former Fabian Archer. And I would take a mixture of that and a mixture of the old school Eminem. And I would, because you're always known as this great wrestler and this great per wrestler performer. And if you take it the other way, you become the influencer and how he does his entrance. And you have people taking pictures of you. And we're like, no, this is not the natty. We love the wrestler. And you become this over the top influencer because you're trying to influence the WWE universe. Yes, I all the Louis baby. <laughs> And I just can see a total different switch. And then if you think about storyline wise of what Owen did, he was this great wrestler that he felt he didn't get the recognition because of his brother. And then he just spoke out the greasy wheel finally got all the props. So that's what I'm throwing at you. There's a new creative regime out there. I know you're all listening the influencer, Natty Nider, because it worked for this guy who was a wrestler and then he became a sports entertainer and became one of the biggest heels in that company. But for you, you will be the biggest heel ever because they'd want to see this great wrestler. You know, she's an influencer now. Oh, yeah. I love that. I, 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 <laughs> there it is. I could definitely jump into that influencer role. And um, I mean, even with just SummerSlam coming up, there's so much momentum. The match, I mean, what match are you guys the most excited to see? The I'm, I'm excited to see I'm excited to see Liv Morgan and Ronda Rousey. Like I can't I wait to, to see that match because first of all, can I just say that I'm Ronda Rousey's biggest fan? <laughs> I know. Um, I've never said a bad thing about her. I wish her nothing but the best. And I just can't wait to watch Ronda to, to wait. I can't wait to watch her just you know, get her championship back. Um, wow, Natty, whoa, this is where we're going to agree to disagree. Liv Morgan's Jersey's A little sarcasm oh. there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Insert sarcasm. Okay. 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 I was going to well, say no, I love Livy. In in closing, I'm actually really really excited for Liv Morgan because Liv Liv has worked with us in the dungeon. Um, she's somebody that I've been friends with since she's gotten to WWE, and I'm excited to watch her kick ass and prove everybody wrong. Yeah, and again, yeah. That's it's just a shame she's from Peacock. Jersey, David. Hey, easy. Jersey. Oh my goodness. <laughs> More. It's a big thing. It's a big thing. Oh, uh, but it's first of all, Natalia, it's National New Jersey Day today. Okay. Liv <laughs> I did Morgan not know is gonna, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is. So nobody knows respect, that. We respect it. 
Anyhow, Liv Morgan from Elmwood Park, New Jersey, is going to defend that championship on Saturday night on SummerSlam, available streaming live on Peacock. So I will be rooting for Liv Morgan from New Jersey defending that championship. And last question for me, Natalia, before we let you go. As you mentioned before, you won that SmackDown Women's Championship 2017 at SummerSlam. What was it like for you, that moment at SummerSlam, to hold that championship over your head? Oh, it was surreal. And, you know, it's funny because, like, when you win a championship, whether it's your first time winning it or if it's your second time winning it, that was my first women's championship in WWE. I had won the Divas Championship prior to that, but an actual women's championship, when they renamed it, that was my first time winning um, the women's championship. And it was just surreal it was it was like a magical moment for me in my career that i'll never forget it was in new york is one of my favorite places in the world to wrestle that that like you know we we spread my dad's ashes in new york for that reason because the greatest wrestling fans in the world are in new york city and um to be able to do that to be able to win that championship in new york and to be able to hold the hold the women's championship over my head it was like a moment that no one was ever going to take away from me it felt like all of my hard work and, and just everything from wrestling in front of nine people, you know, in a small town in Alberta to wrestling in front of 20,000 people with Macaulay Culkin sitting in the front row. Um, you're just like, it's just those magical moments that I'm so, so, so grateful for. And I see that like when Liv won the championship, even though, even though she won it because of me, um, <laughs> because I beat up Ronda Rousey prior to her cashing in. Uh, right. <laughs> but so does this mean if she wins that you automatically are first in line? I am damn right I'm first in line. Yes, um, you are. But when I saw, like, when Liv came backstage and I saw that excitement in her eyes, like, she she knew in that moment that, like, everything, it was all worth it. All the blood, right. sweat, tears, the sadness, the, like, the the great moments, the, like, these, 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 what we go through backstage nobody could even understand how hard it is sometimes and she knew in her heart that it was all worth it and so I live for those moments I live for those moments when sometimes like when the good guys win I love that and um like I said Rhonda live if I had to choose one to go to 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 win at SummerSlam I would say I'm still 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 rooting for Liv Morgan so that I can take that championship from her myself Right. Okay. All right. Well, we'll find out exactly what happens Saturday, SummerSlam, streaming live on Peacock. And Natalia, you are a legend. You are an icon. You are a mentor and still one of the best that's ever stepped into the ring. So thank you for your time this morning. We truly appreciate it. Oh, it's always always my pleasure. Thank you guys so much. I love my busted open family. You want an inside look at the NFL with two future Hall of Famers? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go with Tom Brady, Larry Fitzgerald, and Jim Gray returns for the 2022 season. What a blessing it's been to be a part of football history. Tom's experience always shows up in big games. That means in-depth football talk and the best guests in the podcast world. Come see me, and now you really Hall of Fame. Come see Uncle Snoop in the studio. Hear the best of Let's Go, dropping Mondays on your podcast feed up until the season premiere on September 5th. Download and subscribe right now on the SXM app or wherever you get your podcasts. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep No Mess Meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Mr. Tony Khan. Tony, good morning to you. Good morning to you, Dave. Thanks for having me on. And I am excited for what we're going to see tonight because there are some big matches. But I don't think there's anything bigger than the return tonight of Brian Danielson. Yeah, tonight's going to be a great night. It's Fight for the Fallen, one of the biggest AEW shows. This is the fourth annual Fight for the Fallen. And I think it's our biggest card and one of our biggest nights. I'm really excited. Of course, Brian Danielson's returning tonight, taking on one of the best young wrestlers in AEW. I really believe one of the best young wrestlers anywhere, Daniel Garcia. Uh, It's quite a rivalry between the Blackpool Combat Club and this group of sports entertainers. Uh, And to see pro wrestling versus sports entertainment, uh, I think this is going to be a great match and really probably more emphasis on the pro wrestling than sports entertainment here with uh, Brian Danielson returning to the ring tonight against Daniel Garcia. And like you said, Dave, that's something I think we've all been really looking forward to for a long time is seeing Brian, Dan- Brian Danielson back. Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited about it. And not just like you said, that matchup, but we have a bunch of matches as well. And our very own Thunder Rosa putting that AEW Women's Championship on the line after losing uh, just a few weeks ago. So that is going to be a major match tonight for Fight for the Fallen. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, huge night. A few championship matches on tap for what's going to be an awesome night on TBS tonight. It starts at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. And I'm really looking forward to, as you said, Thunder Rosa, Yamashita. They had a great match at Summer Sun Princess for Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling. 
We recently showed that match in its entirety on AEW Dark. We've had some great international matches featuring some of the AEW stars. And uh, Yamashita Thunder Rosa was near the top or at the top. And really excited to see that match tonight on TBS. Uh, Yamashita, one of the top women we've had coming into AEW this year. And really, really, uh, I was hoping to get her featured sooner in AEW. And she'd had some responsibilities, commitments in Japan. And to say that she pulled off one of the big upsets of the year, I think would be an understatement, uh, getting that win over Thunder Rosa. And if she can upset Thunder Rosa again tonight, we'll have a new champion on TBS. Tonight, fight for the fall in 8 p.m. Eastern time, AEW Dynamite uh, on TBS. And, And Tony, you mentioned the match with Thunder Rosa. And, you know, one of the things that you've been able to do with the Forbidden Door is make people aware of other pro wrestling products. You know, we talked about this before, you know, at a time where other wrestling companies may shy away from it. You have no problem like what we're going to see in this match tonight. I mean, how many wrestling fans, especially in this area, have ever heard of Tokyo Yoshi Pro Wrestling? But now they do because of the match that we're going to see tonight. I mean, this truly is a new era in pro wrestling. And and for you, Tony, for the first time in your lifetime, we, we there's no Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon, uh, you know, retired this past week. This this truly is a new era in pro wrestling right now. It is, and it's, it's an exciting time. And I think it's uh, been positive time for all pro wrestling recently. You know, uh, in America... There are a lot of really positive stories. I think the two biggest wrestling companies in the world have thrived this year. Uh, you know, WWE's having a very good business year. AEW's having a very good business year. For us at AEW, we've been the number one show on Wednesday for five straight weeks. We're hoping that tonight we can do it again. And this will be the sixth straight Wednesday where AEW Dynamite's been the number one show on cable. It's a really nice streak for us to get hot again with that. And... Uh, Really, all across the world, there's been a lot of exciting things happening in pro wrestling. I'm taking a very different approach, especially since the pandemic ended, to partnerships in pro wrestling. Um, you know, there's different ways to disseminate and spread the word about your company. Uh, and before I was really even old enough to watch wrestling, uh, you know, when I was uh, an infant, a newborn, a little kid, um, territories were being taken over. Um, there was a lot of consolidation in pro wrestling and really, um, places all over America in particular, all over North America were getting put out of business. And I've really tried to operate AEW in a very different way. Uh, for us, you know, we, we really care about our television programming and trying to operate and do first class shows and put the focus on ourselves, but definitely we don't pretend there's no other wrestling out there and definitely want to acknowledge the other wrestling companies, the history of wrestling and what's happening in wrestling today, but also all these other promotions. And that's why you see AEW work with other companies, some here in North America, but a lot of companies all over the world, including new Japan pro wrestling. And a great example is what we've done with Tokyo Joshi pro. Also you've seen pack, defending the title uh, overseas, you know, Rev Pro. And, and again, this past weekend against RJ Cleary. 
And uh, working with these promotions, I think it's been good for AEW, and, and it's been good for them. And I'm happy to help out and do good things for other wrestling companies rather than go and try and shut them down. And I'm glad you're doing that and you've been doing yeah. that and, and, and it shows because I think it's just good for pro wrestling and, and even, and like, you know, I mentioned Vince McMahon, uh, you know, stepping away, like, you know, and I, and I think you mentioned it in a recent interview as well, you know, AEW doesn't go ahead to head with the WWE. You're on different nights. You've been able to take the night that you're on and dominate. And and I think pro wrestling fans now are intelligent enough, Tony. They know that there are other products out there and they watch those other products. I think I, I'm a firm believer that everyone's success, I think overall long-term is good for every promotion out there. Yeah. Totally agree. And uh, I think right now in the wrestling business, it's been a good year for the sport. And really, uh, when, when I was a kid in 1998, I think all pro wrestling was so hot. And really, it was unfortunate what happened over the next couple of years after that. And if we could have kept it like it was in 98, where, you know, the, imagine if it was 1998 forever, <laughs> where yeah. um, all the companies were just red hot all over the world instead of everything just kind of moving in one direction. Um, but I, yeah, there's a lot of changes in pro wrestling. I think it's going to be really positive for the fans overall. I am a little amused that, uh, changes in the competition. People think that it's just going to magically change the landscape. Like some of these accounts, like, you know, Twitter can be a very fun place to follow, but some of the narratives I've seen every day for the last week are really amusing me. Like, you know, I've got people signed here for five years and people think just cause the guy you know, the, the, the CEO, the chairman, the head of creative, those positions change in the competition. People I have five-year contracts with are just magically going to switch teams. Like, good luck with that. You know, Adam Cole is signed into about 2027 now. Uh, so I wouldn't expect to see him going anywhere anytime soon. Malachi Black's got like almost five years left on his deal. Uh, I wouldn't expect to see him going anywhere anytime soon. So just because these guys had some success, uh, under a previous administration somewhere else, they're not magically going to be going anywhere. I'm, those are two people I really like just as examples of people uh, that, you know, have worked uh, under that previous administration now. And, and uh, I'm very amused by that. And that's a narrative I see uh, so-called wrestling writers pushing every day. It's pretty amusing. Well, thank you for your honesty as always. And uh, yep. yeah, we just had Natty Neidhart on and she's talking about how a lot of the women want to deactivate their Twitter because it's so toxic. And, and I know Very you toxic. get it. You get it too. And, it, and it's wrong. And that's why, I mean, we're, I love this open forum we always have, but also why I always defend, you know, your vision as well as professional wrestling because people don't know the truth and then they want to write about it and fabricate and everybody jumps on it. And it's just, it's wrong. You know, I mean, I'm so happy for like an orange Cassidy who everyone's like, Oh, I, you know, if you don't get it and I'm telling you, I was in the ring with him and I didn't get it. And the moment he turned around, I got him. And I'm telling you from my experience as a professional wrestler for all these years. And it's cool if you don't like him, if you don't like the gimmick, but if you understand it, it's great. And it's again, well, your prerogative. But you, you got it when you got him. it in the ring with him. And it's one of those things where I needed him to explain it to me. And then when he did, and I sat down and talked to him, I really connected with him and yep. he's become such a huge part of our shows. But I guess you figured out when he kicked you, 
he's not trying to actually kick you. Those kicks don't hurt. It's psychological. He's trying to psych you out. And I think that goes a long way. Um, so you being in the ring with him, I think that was a light bulb moment for you. Yeah. It's, it's that simple, man. It really is. Yeah. Well, and I think too, wrestling is probably the only industry where journalists, and I use that word loosely, um, will report on rumors as if they're facts or opinions yep. as if they're facts. Um, Cause there is no like fact checking or retraction statements when they've clearly said something completely wrong or any of those things. And it's a blessing because you're grateful that people are passionate enough about the sport and about your product and about the things to report on them. However, it's a double-edged sword when, you know, there is a difference and, and real journalism and real journalists know that you don't, uh, if it's an opinion, you put it as an opinion. If it's a fact, you can put it as a fact, but you don't ever report a rumor as a fact or an opinion yeah. as a fact. But wrestling, we do that. So it's really interesting, Mickey. I think it's such a great point you bring up. And it's funny because I see, I see both sides of it. And actually, mm -hmm. so the NFL, people complain about sports media, but I think the NFL media overall does a really good job. And occasionally right. like a rumor or something, you know, hypothetical people bring up trade scenarios that could happen, but they rarely get reported as facts. And right. I think there's good responsible journalists in sports media overall. It's interesting mm -hmm. because in European football now in England, uh, I do see more and more rumors getting reported as facts and they get people wound up, but there is definitely a lot more responsibility there than there is in the wrestling media where there is really, as you said, Mickey, there are people with high journalism standards, but on the aggregate, if you want to get something printed in pro wrestling, you can find somebody to say just about anything for you in pro wrestling, right. you know, yeah. and you can, you can convince somebody to report just about anything as a fact, even if it's ridiculous and untrue. So you're right. The standard for reporting is so low. And also a lot of these people are working with outlets that are fairly legitimate outlets with a lot of following and mm -hmm. they'll still just put up just about, as you know, firsthand, I'm sure just put up, up yeah. just about anything. Right. Just for the likes or the hits or, and a lot of times you'll, the headline will read one thing and then you go, you click the article and it's really completely opposite. It doesn't even, it's not even like related almost. It's, yeah. It can be frustrating. At yeah, times, so, I know. You're totally right. You're totally right. And I'm so glad you brought it up, but, that's exactly what you said, Mickey. That's why I, I was just, I've seen these, a couple of these accounts that like work for big outlets and right. it, it just amuses me. Cause it's like, again, like these are guys in some cases that have been here less than a year that did like five year contracts and, 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 you know, they're just magically going to go away because they had a better time working uh, for one guy than the guy, you know, after him. Right. It doesn't make any sense. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, I've, I've seen a lot of that this week and gotten a lot of that, but it's also nothing new. You know what? It's funny, though, because we're on such a great run, but um, I, I do feel like the way I see people talking about this summer, you know, it, there's, it has been challenging. You know, you want to get all the top stars in, but we're having such a great summer and, and great results. Rampage just did the best demo we've done since April, and it's been up two straight weeks in the demo. And Dynamite's been the number one show on cable for five straight weeks on Wednesday. And we have all these great matches on tap tonight. I think tonight's 
one of the strongest lineups. And Fight for the Fallen is always a really big show for us. And I see also these magical narratives. Somebody may have seen this post, and it was from like an AEW fan. So I love the fans. But I'd go back and question some of these facts, okay? Here's a post I saw. We're four weeks from all out. Okay, well, that's not true. Immediately, like, okay, we're, we're six and a half weeks from all out. So, okay, so I'm taking this a grain of salt with this person's comments right off the bat. We're four weeks from all out. We don't know all the matches for all out. We don't know the matches. They haven't gotten into the card. At this time last year, four weeks out, we knew everything. Okay, well, first of all, again, we're six and a half weeks out. We're not four weeks out. And, uh, no, we did not know any of it at this time last year. And, furthermore, uh the first dance was on August 20th. It was less than two weeks before the pay-per-view when CM Punk came in. Uh, the week before that was the Kenny Omega Christian match. That was August 13th that set up their match at the pay-per-view. The Lucha Brothers Jurassic Express match was on the third episode of Rampage on August 27th. Like nine days before the pay-per-view. So like most of the biggest matches were getting set up in the final weeks because a lot of stuff was changing. Punk was coming in, uh, and we were getting set for the arrivals of Danielson and Cole. A lot of the stuff leading into All Out happened in the final week. And yep. honestly, uh, I don't know how people are remembering it so differently, but uh, facts get distorted pretty quickly and disseminated pretty quickly. So it's amazing how quickly that stuff spreads. So this person got people convinced we're four weeks out from the pay-per-view and we're over six weeks out. But um, – I got to say, I think it's been a great summer for us. Fight for the Fallen is always a great show. That's what we have on tap tonight. It's going to be, I think, just as we've seen in the past, a great show. And really this summer, the forum show last month, uh, and in particular, I thought Road Rager uh, with the Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express, ladder match, Will Ospreay versus Dax. I mean, that was an outstanding show. Um, and so when I look back at the forum, Road Rager, Fighter Fest Night One with Keith and Swerve winning the belts, we've had some of our best shows we've ever done have just been in the last two months. And with all the people we've had missing, I think this has been really an incredible summer for AEW. And it, when you saw at the beginning, at the very beginning of the summer, CM Punk, Brian Danielson, Adam Cole, several others all getting injured and then other challenging circumstances have put a lot of the other top stars out too. This is why it, you know, we, we have such a deep roster, you know, six, eight months ago, people thought there were too many people here. Certainly now it doesn't feel that way. I think because so many stars have stepped in and uh, it's just, it's an exciting summer. And uh, despite what anybody says, AEW has really grown a lot this year. Our pay-per-view, our last four pay-per-views have been the biggest ones we've ever done. And tonight is our fourth fight for the Fallen, and hopefully this can be the biggest fight for the Fallen yet, too. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Mary Bailon. Special thanks the SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts.
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.